My name is Khadija Lashan, and I am the Black guidance counselor that my community needs. I'm a strategic investor and CEO. I make money in my sleep, and I teach others how to do the same. I share my knowledge, talents, and resources with others. So if you're in need of that motivation or courage to start following your own path, look no further. My intention is to share as much value with you all as possible and to show you that there are many different paths to happiness and many different paths to wealth. You just have to find the one that's right for you. apologize that was no, that was that was my impression of a British we got mixed up. it's fine clearly there was a bit of a um you know miscommunication there with timing of course we're on the other side of the world kind of you know yeah so it's totally fine all right, right. How, how are you feeling I'm feeling great I like I was getting myself prepared I'm trying to do an American accent it might sound a little shit but you don't have to you don't have to. I like <laughs> your accent I do that. I do that a lot. I, I really do play about with my accent. Yeah, <laughs> just my character. <laughs> I hear that. I'm the same way. Honestly, I just break out with a British accent randomly. I don't know why. I just it's like another side of me, you know. Like I heard it when you said, "I apologize." I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you? Uh, do you believe it though? Yeah, yeah, it was believable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Was mine believable? <laughs> we'll do it again. Let me hear. Um. Oh shit! <laughs> I can't do it now. It's okay. No, I'm I'm the same way. I get all like, oh, because it's. I mean, I can. I feel like I can turn it on. Like, hello. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. I have to have right. something to say. You know. Then I can That's just it. bring it in. You know. But okay. All right. Um. Are you ready to get started though? Yeah. I just want to ask, what star sign are you before we start? Say it again. Your horoscope. Your star sign. Um. I don't know what my star sign, I don't know sun and moon. I know there's different names, but I just know I'm an Aries. Um, oh, you're Aries. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm an Aries. What are you? I'm a Virgo, but my, okay. um, so there's a south node and north node. My north node, uh, sorry, my south node was Libra, so that's who I was before. Mm-hmm. And now my north node is Aries, so. Okay, yeah, okay, so we're connecting there. That's good. How do you, yeah, how do you know um before? How do you know what you used to be? So basically, on your astrology chart, um, whatever star sign you are now, it's a, oh gosh, it's basically you have to look at your astrology chart to find out what you was before. And then you can find out what, so basically you're Aries now, you can find out what your north node was, what you was before, and then your south node, what you're moving towards. So what sort of energy you're meant to be moving towards. So I'm meant to be moving towards an Aries energy Aries energy is very fiery, very independent. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with me. I'm a boss bitch energy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like okay. it. All right, cool. I like that too. I like to hear that. Three, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I completely agree. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Black Creator Podcast. This is Khadija Lashan, also known as your Black Guidance Counselor. I have a very special guest with me today. She is a spiritual medium, a psychic medium, as well as a spiritual healer. And um, she is here to talk to you about her journey as an entrepreneur, as well as her spiritual journey as well. So 
Welcome, 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 TT, also known as Synthesis Chronicles. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you so much for introducing me and welcome me on your, your, you know, your podcast, Khadija. I really appreciate everything that you do, full stop, you know, you as a person. No problem. No problem. I was, this is random, but what does full stop mean? I've always wondered. Oh, so like, it's like period. You know how you lot say period? Okay. In in England. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So you are in England. What, what part of England are you in? I'm from London, so I'm from Central, yeah, from the, the heart of London. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to have to plan a trip for for to meet you one day because London is, like, the top place that I've always wanted to visit, you know? So, and, you know, I, I have a little bit of the, the British accent, a little bit, just a little, just go. a little bit, but go. <laughs> I want to practice. I want to practice around people who really have a British accent. That way I could perfect it, but... Okay, um, I did have a little icebreaker for you. Um, I took a couple of screenshots of some posts that you had put up, and I wanted to like get like your backstory behind the post, if that makes sense. So like, I'm a I'm gonna read the post, and then you tell me in your like in a different way, what does that mean to you? You know what I mean? Because I feel like I only have I only have like six. Is that is <laughs> I, only, I only have like six because <laughs> I was just like I want to get inside of your brain a little bit more you know I want to know and then also the audience they kind of want to know too because maybe they've never seen your your content before so I'll I'll put a screenshot on the screen when I edit it and then okay. um but the first one I have and this one it kind of resonated with me but I didn't know what you meant so it says knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darkness of other people so tell me a little bit what that means because you said your own darkness so I guess your dark side yeah so basically in my mind because obviously the way I see it we all have our own perception none of us are born the same we're not raised the same we all have our own circumstances that we go through in life right so depending on what you've been through in life, it teaches you a bit about yourself. So when you're not feeling so secure in yourself, so when you have insecurities, it will teach you um, more about yourself, right? So that insecurity that you have, it's either you work on it or you let it consume you, just like everything in life. That's the way that I see it, to be honest. So basically, yeah, that's pretty much it, you know? Okay. So um, as a follow-up to that, like what is something like what is one side of you like maybe your darkness that you had to that you had to face um that you had to own up to to yourself like what's something and you don't have Um, to get too in detail if you don't feel comfortable okay no it's totally fine I'm quite a um, straightforward person anyway so I don't mind answering as much as I can okay so my my thing with me is that as I was growing up I did not love myself so that was a dark side that I've had to learn to embrace you know my flaws, um, I'm a Virgo, so Virgos come across as perfectionists. Um, we like to have things a certain way. And if I don't have things a certain way, I kind of, um, well, I used to not be able to accept myself. So like me growing up and learning, you know, it's okay to have flaws. It's okay to have, you know, scars or um, hidden issues that you might not be able to deal with on an everyday basis but once you start to accept it and be like you know it's okay because none of us are perfect at all perfect is not even really a word it's something that's been made up to make you feel insecure 
because mm. if you think about it, even celebrities, the way that they look, they do a lot of editing. So how can we sit there and look at ourselves and think, oh, I hate this about myself when there's no perfection in the world anyway. We all have, um, I'm not a bit, bit detailed right now, but I see a lot of this thing. My son shows me a lot of stuff like people popping spots and, you know, pus coming out and stuff like that. Yeah. Because we all have them problems in our our real realistic life we all have spots and scars and things like this this is a natural thing so once you learn to embrace this is who I am you know like body conscious sort of stuff this is who I am love me for me and then I will show everybody else how to love me you know okay I like that I really do all right cool um the next one I have is okay so it says, and I, I feel like I'm going to, I know the answer, but I just want you to give it in your words because for people to hear too, um, sometimes answers come to you in ways that only you can understand. That is why it's so important to have a clear mind to receive and understand the message. So I'm guessing you're getting that like meditation. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, while when I was younger, I was quite, um, a pessimistic thinker and that's because I allowed everybody's energies thoughts and feelings to consume me as an empath because I'm an empath also until I learned to embrace my um my power because I, I think to be an empath is a superpower I don't think it's a weakness I think I'm able to feel other people's feelings and um take that on but not let it consume me again you know so once I'm able to, uh, once I was able to learn how to meditate and sit still, which is a hard thing to do. So when people say, oh, uh, meditation, do meditate, meditate, meditate. Meditation is not something that's easy. And there's different ways of meditation. Everyone has their own way to meditate. There's different forms of meditation. Meditation could be you being in the shower and you're just very calm within yourself when you're comfortable within yourself. Then messages do come through because the, the universe is always sending signals and signs to you through your guides, you know, like I'm doing right now. Um, angel numbers made me do it because I've seen angel numbers for a long time. And those angel numbers have helped me to become um, more aware of myself, um, less pessimistic and more aware of things that I am able to change in my own realm and to create a better way of living because I believe that we create our own heaven on this planet you know you can create your own heaven or your own hell and if you're a person that's always thinking negative you're going to attract negative and i'm not going to be ignorant and say that oh i'm going to be positive all the time because you thinking positive all the time oh yeah sunshine and lollipops and roses does not mean that only positive things are going to come towards you negative things will come as well because there's people that do want that sort of energy from you you know but once you're allowed to you're able to sorry clear your mind and feel comfortable within yourself and just you know chill and vibe with the surroundings then mm -hmm. the messages will come through to you and you, you'll be able to see things a bit more clearer in a different light okay that makes complete sense that really does um would you say that with that the angel numbers made me do it is that like a is that a series that you're doing or is that something that you're what's that so with angel numbers made me do it um i'll explain a bit more just to go a bit more into depth for people to understand what i'm trying to do with it so as i said um me being pessimistic i started to see angel numbers and i decided to i 
basically simply started as a clothing brand because I didn't want to show people that I was a psychic medium because I'm a bit weirded out about that because people see psychic mediums and people that do tarot as devil worshippers and stuff like that. But um, so I wanted to start as a clothing um, part of my clothing brand. But what I decided to do with it is put it on T-shirts right now to try and help other people to understand when they're seeing um, these numbers. These numbers are there to try and help you to um, understand that there's a positive within the negative that you might be going through. Your guides are always there to help you to see something better than you're seeing, to see the bigger picture, basically, you know. So, I, yeah, as I say, like, like you said, it's a series, you know, the series is in addition to our clothing brand. So I just want to help people to understand that these our angels are around us and they want us to see the good within our situation at the moment. Does that make sense? Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes complete sense. Um, I think it's also like, it's like a double, I don't know what the word is, but like the angel numbers made you do it is like why you're doing it. But it's also called the angel numbers made me do it because it's, you're sending those numbers to other people who may need to see those numbers and may need to see the bigger picture. So I, I think it's a, a very good and very positive message. And I, I, I love that because I had saw a couple of videos on your page about it and I was just like, I don't know what she means, but so, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Great. All right. Um, all right. It says pay attention to patterns in your, Oh, first off, I also want to say thank you for like being vulnerable enough to share some bits about your life. You know, like I know people listening can definitely appreciate that because it's a, it's not something you have to do and being vulnerable is like, it's a task. So I appreciate yeah, you just you. being willing, you know, to share. Mm -hmm. um, it says pay attention to patterns in your life. When something negative continues to repeat itself, it often means you have yet to learn the lesson. So with, with that one, it's kind of clear and straightforward. So I guess for me, I would want to know, like, what's a pattern that you noticed in your life that you had to, you had to stop or you had to stop the cycle or whatever it was? Um, what? Uh, uh, oh, okay. Let me think. But to be honest, because like I said, I'm quite a straightforward person and I, I do this work that I do and I hope to be as straightforward as I can so people can come to me and allow me to, um, allow them to open up in front of me so I'll be open when I'm speaking one thing I had to stop doing was trying to be there for everybody else before I could be there for, for, for myself because um I've learned that when you're there for everyone else you lose out on what you need to do you don't really pick up on your signs and your messages and you don't allow the right things to come to you because you're too busy looking for what everybody else needs apart from what you need so it's about really being a bit selfish mm. and people here being selfish is a bad thing I don't think being selfish is a bad thing because if you wasn't self selfish and you're forever selfless you're never going to get anything accomplished you know because you're always looking at what everybody else needs and how to support that person you're not sure if you're giving that person so much help and one they might not want that help so you're just wasting your time to that person might take the help and not be able to give you anything back in return you know so it's more about just um in my mind I had to look at who was really there for me and who actually, who actually cared about what I was doing or how um what I was doing was impacting in my own life as well hmm. that's powerful that's that's powerful I feel like a lot of people can relate to that 
you know just like wanting to give your all to even in like relationships and stuff like that like you can be so busy and so involved with your partner that you're not really focusing on you you know um that's kind of been a reason why I've had to end like quite a few relationships because it's just like either they didn't see the vision that I saw or you know I just had to put me first you know sometimes it's just what you have to do Mm -hmm. that makes sense um I only have like three more so um it says okay this one was deep I was just like um I need a little bit more with this one so it says uh holding on to anything is like holding your breath you will suffocate the only way to get anything in the physical inner universe is by letting go of it and it will come to you okay so with this it's called the art of detachment okay once we start to hold on it's like um i'm gonna make a like a reference i think it's called or example if you're in a relationship and it's always um like a tumultuous relationship and you're trying to hold on to someone so much you start noticing the more that you hold on to somebody the more they want to let go you know because it's too much like we are all I believe that we are all free spirits. We've come here to do something, clear up our own karma in this realm and um, become a better version of ourselves once we um, allow ourselves to understand that. So the more that we hold on to something, the more that we're saying that we don't have it, if Mm. that makes sense. So if I'm going to sit there and say, "Oh, oh my gosh, I want this so bad, I want this so bad, you're telling the universe that you don't already have it. This is why we have that thing saying, everything I want, I already have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I got it. Okay. So basically, that's basically what it is. You need to um, understand that everything that you want is within you already, you know? Even though you might not see it right now, you, you there's dimension. So you might not be living it at this moment, but you're already living it in a different dimension. You're just mm-hmm. working towards it with your higher self you know to get to that place okay yeah. okay you dropping some <laughs> some gems like some real solid information I'm like okay now it's like connections are being made in my head I'm like okay that makes sense because I also feel that um I had gone through a period where I was like really like doing affirmations every day like and it was a lot of affirmations that I was doing at the time like it was a long <laughs> list And I found myself like starting to get into a state of like depression because everything I was like trying to attract was just like, so it felt so far away, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had to like kind of pause on the daily, like I still do affirmations, but not like as intensive as I used to do. And it's kind of like, as Mm -hmm. I go um, with the numbers and everything, but I just feel that you're right because when you're trying to hold on to something so hard, you're just like, you're it makes sense it makes complete sense what you're saying because it's like kind of like with the manifestations you have to like believe that you already have it that's you know? it because at the end of the day the universe the universe and your guides are already conspiring on your behalf so if you're sitting there saying oh i want it so bad like they're sitting there saying like you already have it just chill yeah <laughs> let just... us do the work flow like enjoy it and that's why a lot of t- lot of the time people say trust the process mm-hmm. and because we're human we want things right now on this planet this realm we want things so quickly spirit does not work like that the most high does not work like that it's when 
you need it, not when you want it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. You are a very wise woman. Very oh, wise. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one says, uh, okay. And um, it says, maturity is learning to walk away from people in situations that threaten your peace of mind, self-respect, values, morals, and self-worth. So that one's kind of straightforward again. Um, I don't know if you want to share an example of like something you had to walk away from or people maybe you had to walk away from. Loads. <laughs> to be loads. Um, Hold yeah, on one second. Loads, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just go over do you, do you, is it a, a delay on your side? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Go ahead. You're good. Okay. My bad. Okay. So, um, basically what I believe with that quote is like, sometimes people are around you and they can see what you can achieve. I've said this to my son a long time, like even from he was quite young, I've been trying to say to him, people see who you are already. We might not see it because we're living in this body and we're still yet to learn about ourselves. But people can already see who you are and they can um, see what you um, are about, really, you know, like your light. We, everyone has a light unless you're a really dark person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody has a light, right? So um, if you've got a light and it shines bright, maybe sometimes some lights shine brighter than others. That's why they call them celebrities and stars, right? So... With people seeing your light, some people can stop you or try to attempt to stop you on your path. We all have a journey. We all have a path. We all have things that we have to do, like I said before, clear up like karma. Um, I will take, for instance, like family members. I've had some family members I've had to let go because like some people can be users, you know, and sometimes it's not always a stranger that will hurt you the most. Sometimes it can be a family member that can hurt you the most. So if you clear these people out because they're not, gravitating on your energy field Mm. or they don't respect you for what you're trying to do for yourself you know as long as it's something positive none of us are perfect we all mess up we all make mistakes I my mum always said to me once is a mistake to anything over twice anything over one time is because you enjoy it so if you keep on doing it over and over again you enjoy that it's not a mistake anymore you know Mm. you know we all know what we're doing yeah so um yeah letting people go like it's just a normal thing some people come into your life to teach you things some people come in to help you and some people do come in to literally take from you or mm. try and stop you like i believe there's agents literally agents on this planet that can see that you're trying to do something good and they don't want to see you do maybe better than them or do something good you know so they mm. get jealous and they just try and stop you from reaching where you need to get to so just clear them out you know yeah um basically it's like um we all go through this in life we all go through a time if you if you're connected to your guides there's an obviously the most high when i talk about guides i obviously incorporate the most high because the most high sends your guides to you to um fulfill your destiny and do things for a a better purpose so when your guides and, and you are connected you will have a time where there's people that are going to filter out it's a cleansing process, just like life, right? It's mm-hmm. like you're having a shower in the morning. You have to cleanse yourself off to start the day. So through life, for you to be reborn in a way, you know, mm-hmm. and have new beginnings, you have to cleanse away what no longer serves 
you. And that can be people, places, and things. And it's like a continuous process. A hundred percent. I don't, I believe that we never stop learning until the day that we die. And even when we do die, we're still learning because I've had um, someone in my past um, that was alive that died come back to me and apologize for things that they've done when they were in the physical realm, you know? You, it's just a learning thing. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like, how did they, how did that? So that was my father. Me and my father never really got along a lot when I was younger. Um, so he noticed that things that he'd done was not the best things when he passed on. And he came and he apologized to me, you know, because at the end of the day, some people, some people can be very stubborn in life. We all go through things and um, as black people, I'm being very specific because I can't talk for any other race, I'm a black woman. Uh, we go through a lot of trauma. We've been through a lot of trauma, our heritage, our you know, ancestors have been through a lot of trauma. So when mm. you're young and you don't know how to handle emotionally, mentally certain things, you then put the burden. Oh, can you see me? I can see sorry you now. About that. You're good. Okay, sorry about that. Apologize. Um, you then put the burden on your children. Some people do it without realizing and some do it because they just don't care, to be honest. So um, that was something that he had to learn. And Clearly, he did learn it because he was able to come back and apologize for certain things that happened when he was here. How did that affect you? When he said sorry? Yeah. Oh, that didn't affect me in any way. I was like, okay, cool. Because I already forgave him when he was here. Okay. So it was if just I like wasn't a... able to forgive him, yeah, if I wasn't able to forgive him when he was here, I wouldn't be at the place that I am right now, which is carrying on with my life. I would have allowed myself to be stuck. You know, and I, I don't, I can't afford to do that. I have a child, so. I understand. I understand. That was, that was deep. Wow. Um, I want to ask you the last one, but I have like a follow-up question. I wrote it down, so I, I'm going to come back to it, but, um, okay. So this one kind of goes along with the first one that we were talking about a little bit. It says, um, instead of fighting your inner demons, examine them with curiosity and learn why they are there. Offer them love and understanding each and every time they visit. So with that one, I want to hear a little bit of what, what that means to you. And then I also want to hear like, if you have an example of like an inner demon you had to accept or, or observe with curiosity, you know? Okay, so like you said, it goes with the first question that you asked about, you know, your inner demons. So um, I will reference back to, I won't say the same thing, I'll, I'll say something different. I will say about my confidence, because obviously I said insecurities, confidence, kind of the same, but it is actually different. Um, I wasn't able to accept how confident I am as a person because I was always looking at myself thinking, if I show my confidence, people are not going to like me, mm. you know? Because sometimes some people, like you're at Aries, and I said, I'm moving towards Aries energy with my north node mm -hmm. so um Aries are very confident people like when they're ready they just you know they really go for it so with me accepting that you know with that inner demon that I had saying to me oh you're not confident you know blah blah because I had insecurities that makes me not confident mm -hmm. so I had to accept you know what all right I accept my insecurities now I know I'm confident I will sit beside that demon 
open and be like, hi, what, should, what are you saying now? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hi, we're friends. Like, oh, like challenge that when, side. Like yeah, challenge the thought process. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if I don't take control of my thoughts, my thoughts will take control of me. Mm. And not every thought that I think is correct, you know? Not every thought that comes to me is my thought. Sometimes these thoughts are being channeled to me through other people. Mm. And this is where um, the spirituality part comes in um, that I believe in. We get um, psychic attacks, you know? Telepathy is real. Sometimes I can, I'll just be honest, like I've had times where I've had um, heard whispers with my clear audience people saying certain things like oh you're ugly and you know you're not going to do anything for yourself I've had to be like um I'm not sure if I could swear but I'll be like fuck you <laughs> I'm, I'm good you're you know good. you're good <laughs> yeah oh, okay, I'm, all right so like I'll be like fuck you whatever I'm not listening to what you've got to say I'm whatever it is that is going on within me I'm gonna still try my best to be the best that I can you know because there's nobody that is going to come here and tell me who I am when you don't really know who I am or what I've been through or how far I'm willing to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically, that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you said something about you believe in psychic attacks. So could it be possible that, like, those negative thoughts that people – everybody experiences negative thoughts, especially thoughts like that, like, just, like, you're not pretty, you're ugly, you're – you know, just those negative thoughts. Is it possible that those are thoughts that maybe we learned or like, how did you know that that wasn't you thinking that thought, you know? When I was younger, they were more so coming from a part of me, but also a part of other people. Because like I said before, um, with the psychic attacks, when people know who you are and what you're capable of, it does intimidate other people because not everybody is able to vibrate on a certain level so it's about using your um oh god discernment you know and once I learned how to use my discernment because that's something that we all learn if you're like religious you learn from church and stuff they we all talk about discernment is something that we need to learn the difference between and when I started notice I'm sorry could you tell me tell say a little bit more about what discernment means for anybody who doesn't understand Okay, so in my mind, the sermon is when you're getting messages from the most high, you know, your guides, and you will be able, there's a good side and a bad side of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So the sermon is you being able to understand what's coming from spirit and your your higher self and your, your intuition, your knowing that it's best for you. Like, when I talk about the sermon in my mind, I don't, I know that if it's something that doesn't make me feel comfortable, that's not coming from me and my loving guides that are looking after me and my most high. If it's something that's making me feel uncomfortable, if I'm questioning what I'm hearing, then it's not correct. Mm. Because the most high is only coming from a place of love. So your guides are only coming from a place of love. If you feel comfortable with what you're hearing and what you're feeling, then you know it's real. If you feel uncomfortable with it, then it's just a lot of bullshit. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I got a potty mouth. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. Actually, I like potty mouth. <laughs> I like realness. <laughs> um, okay, so segueing a little bit into the question. So um 
how did you know that you were a medium or had the ability to be a medium? How did that come about? Right. So from the, uh, a young age, um, I always felt very different. Um, I didn't feel, I wasn't comfortable in my skin. I didn't like my body. So I had a bit of body dysmorphia. Um, things that I would think would be a bit outlandish. So I would say things to people and I'd be like, what the hell, where did that come from as a young child? You know, what, what is she saying? So I knew a bit then that I was a tiny bit different than other people. And also my mum bought me two big teddies. They were big pink elephant teddies and I named them Jake and Louisa. And these two teddies used to speak to me and I used to literally play with them and speak to them back. No one really thought there was anything about it because obviously you're a child. I have friends. Those were my imaginary friends. But the way that I took it was to a whole different degree, <laughs> clearly. Um, and yeah, so as I grew up um, in my life, I was kind of reclusive. I would like keep myself to myself quite a bit and um, not really entertain what other people were doing. I would try to just keep keep to myself. Mm -hmm. And as I grew up, I started discovering that I was a bit different because obviously me being, having my empathy, my empathetic powers and stuff, I would feel other people's energies very, very deep, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I didn't understand this, obviously, after a while. But growing up, I had to start um, delving deeper into myself to understand I'm like this for a reason. This is not, this is not happening to me because... Um, how can I say it? this is just what it is this is for a reason I have these abilities which are superpowers I believe and so with that I started to delve deeper into my spirituality slowly and slowly and just not allowing other people to put their thoughts on who I was you know I knew that I had something different about me so I would seclude myself a little bit to try and understand myself a bit more and as I kept on doing that as I got older I just started um yeah just understanding myself and accepting who I am you know being a psychic medium is not an easy thing because there was a point where I thought I was going crazy because I was hearing stuff and obviously when you start hearing things the first thing someone's going to say to you is that you're schizophrenic mm. right um so I didn't want to be labeled as a schizophrenic person so I kept that to myself I would see things I didn't want people to know that I see things because again I'll be labeled until I got to the point and I was thinking you know what I don't really care what people think because I'm going to be living in hell if I don't share my truth if I'm not going to be authentic with myself there's no one that's going to be authentic with me one and I'm never going to live a good life to be able to raise my son to be his authentic self mm. so yeah that's powerful I like that you just embraced who you are you know and you mm -hmm. you took the time to learn more to uh, accept it most likely yeah. right um definitely this is a random question but when you were a kid did you read books were you a reader no no I was a father <laughs> <laughs> me too it's okay <laughs> no judgment here <laughs> yeah I definitely I can I can agree with you there so what kind of things did you do in your um in your free time as a kid like what are the things that you were interested in okay so from the age of five I started dancing um around Europe with my grandmother's my grandmother and grandfather's band because my grandmother and grandfather 
from Uruguay, so South America. And we used to dance to, um, we used to dance Gandombe. So that's a South American dance that does, um, it's like a ritual dance to the gods, basically. Okay. And so I was doing that. So that really played a major role in my life. I never knew what was going on until I got older, which is a whole different story. But um, that played a major role to my life. So I started dancing from the age of five to 15. Dance has always been there for me. Um, I used to write lyrics. I used to go to studio and sing and stuff like that. I haven't got the greatest voice anymore, but <laughs> I still have abilities. Um, so yeah, this just just very creative. I've always been a creative person. I've always noticed that if I'm not creating, I'm not happy. Mm. You know. So I try my best to be creative when I can. And it's only been recently that I've learned that I can be creative and not be perfect, and still. Um, push the creativity out of there because there's always someone that's going to appreciate what you're doing, you know, even though, even though it might not be to the highest perfection. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just them sort of things and, and fighting, but that's something different. <laughs> no worries. We, we can think it, maybe we could get into that a little later. I was child. <laughs> I understand. We all, it's and it's likely a result of like some type of trauma you know the anger it's always a source there's no re people don't just walk around being angry for no reason you know no I, I believe that the anger that we all have inside of us is just like everybody um reacts in a certain way to what's going on in our lives you know we um how, how can i say it yeah basically it's just it's just a way of expressing how we're feeling because you don't know how to really express how you feel Mm -hmm. it's emotional intelligence if you're able to build emotional intelligence as you get older you don't need to do them sort of things a person that's always gonna flip quickly is because you're emotionally unintelligent but mm -hmm. that's another conversation anyway <laughs> that is that is i actually started looking into that more because i do feel that i have quite a bit ways to grow when it comes to the emotional intelligence because mm -hmm. I do find myself like just responding or like doing things and not really sure why I'm doing things or like what feelings are motivating me to do those things, you know? So I, I think yeah. you're on to something there. Absolutely. Um, okay. So how, okay. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about synthesis, synthesis chronicles and how did you start? What was the intention? I know you said you, you started doing the clothing line and everything, but what was your what was your feeling that made you want to even start that? Okay, so um, right, let's go back. Basically, I if I'm gonna be right, I, I'm trying to just pinpoint so I can get it clear. So Take it's not time. just all jumbled up. You're good. Um, basically, I lost my property where I was living. My son was like five five and a half run around that sort of age and I had to go and live back with my mom he wasn't able to go to school um I lost my job so we literally had nothing I'm a 20 something year old woman moving back in back in with her mother I'm an independent person I've not really relied on my parents that way you know apart from the usual stuff that you're meant to rely on your parents about so doing that um it was like I had to start again you know a brand new beginning. So with living with my mom, I was quite upset that I had nothing. But then I started, um, one night I was crying 
in in the bedroom that I was living with my mom the next room. Mm-hmm. And then I started feeling a really sense of calm and peace came over me. And I didn't know why this was happening. Um, I started feeling grateful for what I do have and not what I lost. So with that, I just started um, thinking, okay, what can I do to make the situation better? So I started um, affirming to myself that I am going to get a job. My son's going to go back to school and we're going to get our own property. With me being grateful for what I already have and not what looking at the past and what I've lost, because I believe everything happens for a reason. Um, things started coming for me slowly. I found a job. I got myself and my son into school. And eventually, like a year or so afterwards, we got a property, which I'm living in now. Um, but when I was at the job, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're so lovely. Congrats. <laughs> um, thank you so much, sweetie. I appreciate your your loveliness. <laughs> with, the, um, with the job that I had, I was working there. And on my lunch break, I would always bring a book with me because I'm a scribe. I like to write a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So I brought a book with me and I started getting visions in my head. So I got the vision of the um of my logo, you know, the eye of Horace and the eye of Ra. And I put it together with the arc. I literally just drew it out. And then I was like, oh, this looks pretty. You know, what can I do with this? Mm-hmm. And then my guides were just telling me, all right, start delving into looking at what it really means. I started looking into it. And it was giving me all this knowledge. And with that, I just started to progress forward with like African spirituality because that's what it is you know so with African spirituality I just started thinking okay what can I do with this and then I asked someone that I knew if they knew anybody that can sort the logo out for me I've drew it out can somebody do it with graphic design because I'm crap with that stuff I'm not I'm not the greatest and someone was able to do it for me and I decided to put it on some clothes and um Initially, like I said, it was meant to be a clothing line just to keep it very plain and simple. But I, well, I and my guides started to understand what I started to understand through my guides that I had to put something more on top of it, um, a bit more emphasis into why I'm doing this. And um, I started to notice that it was something that really empowered me, you know, to want to change my life. Mm. And so with me doing that, I thought if I've changed so much and I've grown so much, just by drawing this out and studying this little minute bit of um, spiritual African uh, African spirituality, what else could I learn and how much could I teach other people? Because I believe in each one, teach one. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's how I I started with everything, and I just believe that um, this is a it's a it's a beautiful thing, you know, because it shows so much power. We have so much power in our culture that we're so unaware of because we're not taught the right stuff. So if I can try and express myself through synthesis and people can see that maybe I can inspire some people, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you have, you are, you are inspiring. (laughs) You You are inspiring people. I think uh, the messages that you send, they're all like, you're vibrating from a high level, you know, and you're sending those high vibrations, that high energy out to people and people are receiving it. You know, that's why people are engaging, they're following, they're connecting with you, probably DMing you like, oh, what is this about? You know, so I, I think that you are doing what you say, you know, don't don't short sell yourself. OK, <laughs> Thank you. OK, cool. I wanted to ask you, how long have you been on Instagram? 
Okay, so I've been on Instagram since 2000. If I'm going to talk about my accounts, because I had the first account, which is Beja Gwaii Mariposa. Um, I had that from 2013, roughly. Someone asked me to get on um, Instagram, and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And I jumped on that account. Didn't really get anything much out of it. I wasn't really pushing who I really am out there. Um, then I started Synthesis LDN. So Synthesis LDN is where Synthesis Chronicles came from. Mm-hmm. And you're on that page as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so that was 2016. I started that page, I think, roughly. And Synthesis Chronicles, I've only started that in 2019, September. Wow. So, yeah. So it's like each one brought you closer and closer. Definitely. It's, it's helped me to grow, you know, because at the end of the day, when I started noticing um, law of attraction, energy and stuff like that, when I started actually putting it out there, mm-hmm. I started noticing that it's literally, it is what it is. It comes back to you, you know. The more that I share with people, the more I um, embrace that energy and walk on that path, being um, deep in my faith, then it, it's growing slowly but it's growing I'd rather grow slowly and take my time than rush and fuck up to be honest oh yeah don't you started in 2019 and you're up to almost 30k you are not growing (laughs) slowly like that's pretty to me that's pretty good because I the last time I looked it was like at 14k so when I looked again and it was at almost like 27k I'm like okay so you you're you're you are progressing you know that's why I say don't short sell yourself okay because no I I do see that I'm progressing but it's just that um I'm not saying that I'm I'm not saying that it's not progressing I do see that but I do believe in moving slow I'm quite a humble person Mm -hmm. I don't like to um come across as like a a big shot or anything like that of course I I can see a lot of blessings and I'm always grateful for every single blessing that I'm getting but like I said I I don't mind if it's gonna take you know three to five years for me to get to certain places that I need to get to because I don't I don't want to move fast and make the wrong decision because what I'm trying to do is bigger than me I'm just a tiny little pawn (laughs) in what I want to do because there's so many people out in the world that I want to influence and I want to help with this Mm-hmm. If I don't take my time to get to know myself also and do it in a um in a good way, then it's it is gonna mess up. And I don't wanna do that because like I said, it's bigger than me. I'm not I didn't just create synthesis basically just for me. There's so much more that I'm trying to do with this, you know? Mm-hmm. So um yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. That's really cool. I was gonna say it's kinda like what you uh something I heard recently, what you're saying is like you're willing to take the time to learn yourself and improve yourself and better yourself before and then build as you go instead of trying to um like kind of fix everybody yeah impress everybody like yeah do what you got to do to build that foundation take that time because um and this kind of related is uh there was a somebody I heard him talk he was just like the question was how do we fix the guilt, the wealth gap in America? How do we fix the wealth gap? Because there's a major problem there. And um, it's especially disproportionate against black people, you know, mm-hmm. and um, he was saying the way you do it is fix yourself first. 
You know, That's fix it. yourself first, fix your family first, then y'all can impact the rest of the world. Like you, you can't impact the rest of the world if you're still not working on you. You know. At the end so. of the day, what I what uh, uh, everything you're saying right now, I actually um done a few things about this. I kind of don't want to say it, but I'm gonna because <laughs> we're on here. You're good. Um, I was I was literally I typed something out. I'm actually gonna post it today since I've said it now. <laughs> I was basically saying no one wants to know you, you know, until you've done something, until you're doing something, you know. So it's about you taking your time to do what you gotta do for you, mm-hmm. because you're gonna do it because that's what you want. If I don't take my time instead of rushing out and doing what everybody else is doing, again, this is not me shining judgment on people, but right now. A lot of people are doing this. Um, let me show my body. Let me get my ass done. Let me, you know, show everything that I have. Only fans and this sort of stuff to get money and get famous. You know, clout, so they say. Mm-hmm. Um, if I start moving in that direction, you're moving too quick. It dies out. If you yeah. get something so quick, nothing worth having that's going to last long. That's about longevity. It's going to come quick. You know. Mm-hmm. So let me take my time, just be in my original self, get to know myself, use my abilities to help other people. With me helping other people, I learn a lot about myself. And then I'm able to give back to my child through whatever I, the income that I get, you know, I can mm-hmm. fix my environment. With me fixing my environment makes me feel like a better person. With yeah. me going out and having um, um, certain things, I'm able to maybe eat better, you know, or do certain things, go and see certain things, travel, just for my spirit I believe travel is all about a spiritual path you know Mm. Uh, because I believe when we travel we are calling back parts of ourselves in different places of the world Mm. so with all of this that I'm trying to do at the moment is just building myself up to be a better version of myself getting to know myself going backwards to go forwards and with me having all of that I can then go and speak to people and say all right I I understand because I've been in that situation how are we going to help you to get to the next step now? Mm-hmm. What do you need to do for yourself to get out of that situation? And people will look at me with more understanding because they'll be like, okay, she's been there, you know? So then she is actually able to help. Nobody cares if I'm doing this and I'm acting, you know, like I have everything, but I really don't have anything. Yeah. Nobody wants that. People mm-hmm. want to see proof. And not like I'm out here to prove anything to anyone but myself. But it does help when they can see that you are elevating yourself, even if that takes whatever, how long it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes complete sense. That makes complete sense. It's like you had to go on the journey yourself to be able to speak from it. And being able to speak from experiences, it makes people more willing to hear what you have to say, you know? That's it. It's like the alchemist. The alchemists went around everywhere only to find out that everything was in themselves, you know? everything they needed was in themselves and this is why I say that I'm an alchemist because for me to hate myself as a young child to grow to love myself so much um and have understand that what I have been looking for this whole time has always been inside of me Mm. which is my ability to um talk to spirit you know as a psychic comedian do tarot and um just be myself that's all it's about and like I was saying, I was in the shower. I was like, I talk to my phone a lot. So I was in the shower and I've done a little recording. I was saying, I'm not sounding a bit cheesy. It might do, but 
it's like Michael Jackson said, the man in the mirror, you know, mm-hmm. you have to start with yourself. Because you at the end of the day, if you, if you look in the mirror and you're not happy with looking at yourself in the mirror, there's a problem, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what you look like, you, it, that, that doesn't matter. What's inside of you is that matters. And I'm going to be totally honest that we all have bad and good, all of us. None of us are perfect. None of us have just all good, you know. Mm-hmm. So looking at yourself and thinking, okay, this is what's going on. I don't like this about me. How am I going to change this, you know? Change my ways. If I don't change my ways, no one's coming to save me. No one's going to say, you know what, get up, blah, blah, blah. Well, there are people because they're my guides. But <laughs> my guides speak to me all the time telling me this. But um, there's no one physically going to come and force me to do certain things that I need to do on a day-to-day basis. If I don't want to get up because I want to stay in a depressive mode, which I have been before, it's only me keeping myself there. It's either I'm going to sit there and say, you know, I don't want this no more. And I have to get my ass up and move, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's up to you. The choice is yours, you know? You are just such a, a wealth of knowledge. Another follow-up question for you is, okay, alchemy. For anybody who doesn't know what alchemy is, can you explain? Okay, so alchemy in my mind is when you're transmuting energy. Um, I'm a person that I've, I have, and I probably will, like all of us, have seen dark times. Um, I've been depressed. I've been an antidepressant. I've had stages where I couldn't get up and I've got a little baby and I used to like try and push my son to fall asleep after he's waking up and he's hungry, mm-hmm. you know? So I've had to find myself to transmute that energy into love. Where there's hate, there's love, you know? Mm-hmm. Where there's dark times, there's the light. So with, with you being an alchemist, you're able to transmute certain things, just changing yourself to grow towards what you want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay. That makes sense. I've never heard it put that way. Um, I've read books about alchemy, but it wasn't like a textbook. It was like in a fiction novel or something like that. So I didn't know that it was really a thing. You know, I thought it was just like they made up the, you know, but how did you find out about alchemy and like what, what pulled you in that direction? Honestly, my guides, because I didn't have a bloody clue about this before. A lot of the stuff that I have learned, sorry about that. A lot of the things that I have learned on my journey has really come from my angels and my ascended masters, obviously my other guys that are around me, um, people that have passed before. Um, they tell me that I'm, I'm, I'm able to do certain things and I have disabilities. So it's this knowledge that they sent to me through my Akashic records that I've always had, because we all have Akashic records. It's about us tapping into it. That's our DNA that we've had from our ancestors that have been here before. And, um, it's just being open and willing enough to accept who you really are, you know, because at the end of the day, um, we all have stories that we have been cut off from because of something, you know, oh, that's bad. I don't want you to delve into that because it's a bad thing or, oh, do you understand what I'm saying? No, I understand. We're- that makes sense. But how do you how did you use your discernment to figure out if that was the right route for you? Like, how did you, what type of feelings? It felt right. right. Okay. Because everything that I'm doing 
I'm doing it from a place of love. I don't do things um, just because. I don't do things um, to, to be malicious or nasty towards other people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm doing that for them, that means I'm being like that towards myself. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just whatever feels good to me, I'm going to do. And that's what everybody should do in this world. If it's something that is ruining you, you know, and you're hurting other people, clearly it's not a right thing to do. I mean, everybody deserves their just desserts at some point. You know, karma's a bitch and she she's going to be beautiful, <laughs> you know, in every way. But, um, yeah, it just felt right to me to be able to give back whatever knowledge that I have been sent because a lot of the stuff that I have been doing doesn't come from me in the sense that this is not, this is not who I ever thought I was going to be. I didn't know that this was going to be my life. I'm going to be sitting here trying to help people, sending them messages and stuff like this. I never thought that. I had a totally different um, mindset of what I was going to do with my life. And at one point, I didn't even know what the hell I was going to do. I was sitting there crying my eyes out thinking, who the hell am I? You yeah. know, so. Okay. So uh, talk me through that, that who, that, who am I moment that you had? What was it in your life that was conflicting? And um, what made you feel that, like, that, like, that helplessness, like, that I don't know who I am? Like, what, what was leading to that? Um, majority of the time, it was the people that I was around that thought, I thought that loved me, but they didn't. This world is based on control. So um, if you can't control your mind and your actions, someone else will do it for you. So once I started to learn that I was in control, then I was able to take my power back. With me taking my power back, I was able to understand who I was. Mm -hmm. um, before that, with me being around the wrong people, it also contributed to me being in the wrong space. So um, working, I would work myself ragged. I would do 12-hour shifts, and I've got a seven-year-old, you know, mm. just to make sure that my son has money. I was doing security work, you know. Um, so yeah, that wasn't easy. I got my security badge. I started working as a security um, officer in places, doing reception security, 12-hour shifts. Wasn't able to see my son properly when he come home from after school club, no communication with my child. I was unhappy. My son was unhappy. He was acting out. And that really took a big toll on me and my son. Um, having a narcissistic partner did not help either, you know. Um, this is not something that I usually talk about, but I'm just going to be very vulnerable and very honest because I do think that there's a lot of people that do go through this stuff and they need to understand that it's something that can be changed, you know. It doesn't have to be something that's ongoing in your life. Um, so, yeah, with all of those factors... Hold on one second. You said what can be changed? You, you understanding who you are and just moving forward, you know, because I said that I, I had these things going on. But what can be changed is like how you see things, you know. I saw that I was unhappy. So that can be changed with me being unhappy. Mm -hmm. So I just I saw that I was I was working long hours, my son was unhappy, I was unhappy, people that I was around wasn't the right people, and that can be changed. It depends on how much you want to change your life. And I was at a point where I was desperate to change my life because if I wasn't gonna change my life, I was gonna be stuck in that cycle, you know, and I wasn't trying to be stuck in that cycle because it was eating away at me to be honest it's like having a um i'm hearing like a flesh 
flesh disease, eating away at your flesh. Yeah, you know? bacteria like eating away that's slowly it. but surely. Yeah, that's it. Literally, okay. that that's literally what comes to my mind. So it's um, like it was eating away at your self worth. It was eating away at your yeah your your my identity. Soul. Yeah, my soul literally because we all have a soul. Well, majority of us, I can't say everybody, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so with my my soul was being dampened on, you know. It wasn't the, the light that I have was not being shown properly. And you say that I'm a high vibrational person. I am a high vibrational person. I've been doing dancing from the age of five. For you to step on the stage and make other people smile through dancing that shows that you have that energy, you know, and I've always had that. And as I've grown up, um, it got lost a bit. So if I'm going to allow myself to get lost in this world, um, that means I'm not caring about myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn how to care about myself to change things. And it's not just all about the money, you know, because I'm working crazy hours, but I'm never seeing my child. He's not getting the right um, energy from me. I'm always tired. The wrong responses. He's not getting the right loving from me or the right understanding either, you know, when you're in a certain situation. So, yeah, I just had to change that and I had to embrace who I was and just grow. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. Uh, so, OK, um, talk me through that transition from your work in security, you know, working them long hours, not really spending as much time with your son as you would like to now you have the freedom um how did that change happen and yeah just talk me through how that change happened oh I'm so glad you asked this okay so I was working in um London in a reception for a um I think it was a shipping or oil company something like that I can't remember and um I was working there for about a year and a half and then I started doing this thing where I was getting up kind of late and thinking, oh, God, I don't want to go to work. And I was getting there late. And the boss started noticing that I was turning up late. And she was like, is everything OK? You know, and I was like, yeah, no, everything's fine. You know, just had to make sure my son got off to school, blah, 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 whatever I would say to her. Um, it kept on happening for a little while. And she noticed it. And then one day she said, OK, we can't have you anymore because you're not sticking to like times and blah, 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 blah. And I was kind of upset, but then I had a, um, you know, a thought in my head and it's like, no, you said that you want to have your own business. I kept on saying, I want to have my own business. I just want to work with synthesis now. All I want to do is synthesis. Mm. I was saying this. This is yeah. the reason why I was, I was getting up late. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting bored. I was like, I don't want to be there anymore. I want my Ex- own stuff, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I said, okay, you asked for it. We're going to give it to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that people need to understand. Majority of the time when we ask for something, we are going to get it. So we need to be careful what we're asking for because we might not be ready or might not be prepared for it, you know. We don't, might not know how to handle it. But um, so that's what happened. And then, um, yeah, I, I stopped working there. And then I was like, okay, cool. One day me and my mum and my son went out and I'd done a video on Facebook. This was years ago. I was like, okay, I've officially finished working now. I'm going to dedicate all my time to synthesis and I'm so excited for my future. Mm-hmm. And from that day, I just slowly progressed into doing clothing slowly. And then I finally decided in 2020, um, I decided to 
bring out my um, tarot reading to show people that I do tarot. That really took off quite well. People are really taking well to my tarot reading and stuff. And then I started showing people that I do my mediumship. People love that as well. And it's just allowing me to have more time for my son. Um, we took a year off, obviously, for COVID. He was at school. He wasn't at school, sorry, for a whole year mm. and a bit. So we was able to just talk about things. I was able to get to know my son better. I was able to get to my, know myself better with my son. Mm. That makes sense. Because when your child's at school all the time, you don't really get to know your child. Because the person that they are at home is not the same person that they are at school. And plus, I was able to teach my son the knowledge that I was getting from my guides and the books I was reading and, you know, information I would take from documentaries and stuff like that and build his confidence also. That's one thing that I've seen skyrocket in that whole year and, and a bit since he's been at home with me, you know, me homeschooling him. He's so much more confident than he was when he was at school those five days a week with wow. all those other children he's he's able to do certain things he's so he's so much wiser he loves himself where before he didn't like himself you mm. know and he understands more of why he does things whereas before he would do things because everybody else is doing it mm. you understand so yeah. yeah yeah you taught him to follow his own path and to not follow Definitely. the crowd that's I important. don't want him follower i want him to be a leader and this is what we are missing so much in black communities strong leaders we need black strong black leaders males and females because the way that things are right now with you know showing your ass and twerking and shit and selling your your jj to get money <laughs> do you know what i mean like I am not saying anyone that needs to do what they got to do because I, I'm, a, I'm a smart person, you know. Circumstances make you do certain things, but there are other ways that we can change because we all come here with a talent, you know. Mm -hmm. So with us using our talents and our knowledge, we can get to amazing places. I agree. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. um, I like that you mentioned that you are you were showing your son documentaries, spending more time with him during the pandemic. So that was like a time that y'all got to become closer together, but also a time to for you to teach him something outside of what school might be teaching him, you know, Definitely. teach him a different something different because mm -hmm. that can be so powerful. I feel like a lot of parents need to listen to that and take heed because the schools are not going to do enough. You know, they're just not. And the people at school can't necessarily, can only do what they know, can only teach you what they know. So until you teach your kids something different, they're stuck knowing the same thing as everybody else. So um, yeah. that's kind of part of the cycle that we get stuck in, you know? Yeah, and it's, and it's like, at the end of the day, some teachers, and it's, it's kind of majority of teachers, they're there for a paycheck. So they don't give a shit if your child is learning or not. They're getting paid. You know, mm -hmm. and a lot of these children that do come from homes that they might be going through stuff, which is all of us. We all go through things. All of our families have problems. We all grow up with traumas, you know. They don't know how to handle these children in a certain way. So your child, if they're going through certain something, will just get pushed to the back of a classroom or labelled as a bad child. Mm -hmm. But not understanding that that child has issues, you know, that they need to be worked through. And every child learns differently, you know, not they want us to be little robots to do and say and it doesn't work like that you know yeah. we're, like I said we're all little spirits when we're young 
and a lot of us as little spirits are easily impacted on so what you're being taught at home does show a lot about how you're going to grow up and what you're going to be like in different environments mm-hmm. absolutely um you had mentioned you do a mediumship can you explain a little bit more what that means for anybody right, okay. who doesn't understand Yes. Um, so with mediumship, I have clear audience. Clear audience is one of my um, psychic abilities. I believe we all have psychic abilities. This is about tapping into it. Um, some people have psychic abilities from when they're young and they grow with them. Some people um, can pick up on your type of psychic abilities as you get older. So with mediumship, I use my clear audience, which is I speak with spirits or spirits more speak with me and I, I can talk back <laughs> um and they send me messages for other people or for myself but I give messages to other people through my mediumship of um people that have died friends family members and a lot of the time when the messages come through they're just messages of very loving concerning messages to say okay this is what this is right now Maybe you need to move in this direction to try and help people to better their lives or say, like, it could be someone's mother that can come through or someone's dad, you know. I had a really loving mediumship reading with a a female where her husband came through and it was such a loving soul that he he was such a loving person. Like, I I, I stayed there for longer than I should have because of the energy was so beautiful. Mm. So um, he was just saying to her, I'm always with you. And, you know, you can still talk to me even though I'm gone. Still speak to me, you know. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, they've gone crazy because they're talking to nothing. But people don't understand that we are infinite beings, you know. We do not literally go just because we don't have a vessel, which is a body, you know, a sack, a shell, whatever you want to call it. We we are still here. The spirit still stays around you. And a lot of the time spirits still stay around because they want to help um their loved ones on this planet and when they start seeing that their loved ones are in a better place then they feel more happier to move on because they've done what they needed to do you know in that sense to uplift that person's energy because once um someone's energy is uplifted and they can feel better within themselves they are then able to help other people in their family to do the same thing you know to feel a higher vibration of energy and be more happy and you know more loving and stuff absolutely um so as far as okay can you break down for me what the difference is between tarot and what it is between the clear audience that you just mentioned Clear, clear audience okay so when i'm doing my tarot i use um divination cards so I use tarot cards. I'll just show you the packet. I won't get all the cards out. You're fine. So this is one of the tarot cards. There's loads of different cards. There's um, loads of tarot. Then you can have um, oracle cards, you know, things like that. Some people even make their own cards. So when I use the cards, the divination tools, it's just um, an energy that I feel. Whereas when I'm doing using my clear audience, it's when I'm hearing spirit. Mm. so it's more of a feeling and a visual thing with the tarot and with the um sorry with my clear audience it's a 
audio audio message basically yeah okay um so you kind of combine the tarot with the clear audience or um so when i'm doing tarot i strictly stick to tarot um and then when i do um my mediumship messages i just stay with my mediumship messages oh i work like that some other people work different some people combine the two mm -hmm. i prefer to work like that because i don't like to get distracted i literally want to just concentrate on what i'm hearing um from you know spirit from whoever's loved one and then when i'm using the cards i get obviously a vision so that's a part of my um, clairvoyance that comes through to see things play out in certain ways to give um messages with the energy that's coming through the cards okay when you took that dive when the job you know the job situation ended and you just like okay i'm gonna do this full time was there ever a time that you almost gave up on your journey? And so many times. <laughs> so what was the what's the first time that you can call to mind and what kept you going? Okay, um, so after I said I was gonna stop working, well, when I did stop working, and then I said, All right, I'm dedicating my full time to synthesis. Um, there was a time I was sewing jackets, I had to sew fur on jackets. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I mean, my grandmother used to sew clothes up together when we used to do dancing. So I've always had the knowledge of doing sewing and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's something normal. But me actually doing it myself as an adult, I was kind of clueless. I had somebody that I will thank for her helping me. Um, a, a girl called Sabrina. She's a really lovely girl that helped me at that point. Um, she gave me some ideas and she was there to help me. And... um. It was just a struggle, you know, because when you're creating something yourself, especially me as a person, I'm like, oh my God, is this good enough? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm not going to, I'm I'm just going to give up because I don't like it. I don't want, I don't like the way it looks, you know, are people actually going to buy it because it's not done by a, a fashion designer that's been to fashion school, blah, blah, blah. So um, then I kind of went off the rails in a sense that I kind of distracted myself and I, just started doing other things I thought you know what all right I'm just gonna leave that and put it on the back burner for a bit so I've always been on and off my path because of lack of confidence in my ability so this comes back to one of my demons that I had to deal with you know mm -hmm. so yeah so it's like you had to you're constantly having to believe 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 this is the right path, you're going in the right direction, Have having faith in your journey, you know? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, it's about having faith in what the most high is putting in front of me because it's not, this is not, like I said before, this is not something that I thought I would be doing. I mean, I know myself in a sense that I like to um, dress a certain way, I like to look good and things like that, but I didn't think that I would be actually sitting there, um, what do you call it, customizing clothes and painting you know like yeah. I, I've done some paintings on my jackets and it's literally coming from I've I think it's coming from my past life that I'm just painting these things and the detail that I'm putting into it and that the, the energy that I'm putting into it it's something it's, it's kind of like it's kind of miraculous you know it's kind of it's like a, it's a beautiful thing because I didn't really think that I would be doing this sort of stuff so I'm just trusting in what the most high is telling me to do through my guides you know whoever he sends down to me at the time 
Well, what I'm kind of getting that you're like kind of hinting at is that you're a creator, you know, you're creating things and maybe things that you never thought you would be able to or comfortable enough to create something like that. But it's like it's flowing through you and it's coming out onto whatever it is. You know, it could be a T-shirt, it could be a painting, it could be whatever, but it's that energy flowing through you and you're allowing it to, you know, and it's like kind of like not questioning it and just having faith that okay if somebody whoever wants whoever needs it's gonna find it you know so definitely i I completely hear you there um you had said i believe that we're all arcs sorry i believe that we ourselves are arcs like there's so many people like the way that you're wearing your hair now khadija Mm -hmm. that's you how you express yourself as a black queen you know the way that I, I am now, I'm expressing myself in some sort of way. We are all art. So if we are not able to create somehow, I believe that we are all going to go crazy. And this is another reason why they put us in schools to be uniform, da, 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 to keep us dark and dreary as they can for us to not be able to express ourselves. When you can't express yourselves, that means your power is being taken away from you. When you can express yourself as a, a, a artist, because we are all art in our own way, then mm-hmm. you're you're free to have your mind free. And this is the thing about what we need to understand. There's two sides of the brain, the left and the right side. One side's very logical. They want us to stay with that logical side. So we're always, you know, in that monkey mind. Mm-hmm. But we need to be free to ex- express and create ourselves. Once we start doing that, we are so much more happier, you know? And obviously instagram and um, facebook and all of these platforms that allow us to be creators is showing how creative us as human beings really are and if we was to delve into that more life would be totally different i believe anyway absolutely i'm i'm loving these quotes you're giving because i'm i'm already thinking like okay this is gonna be a great audio clip on instagram this is going to make people like find out, you know, like, I think that's really, really good messages that you're delivering right now. Thank you. Um, what I would say, you had mentioned something about past lives. So mm-hmm. with that, what is your belief system as far as afterlife, current life? You know, what is your belief system about what happens to people when they pass on? Okay, so I believe that we are all reincarnated. Um, I know for a fact with what I believe that I've been here so many times. Um, my guides have told me that I'm a certain age, which I'm not going to say now because I probably sound crazy. But <laughs> but um, yeah. So I've been well, here. No, no, no. Tell us, tell us what it is. Because I'm kind of curious to know. it's kind of it's kind of a big number. So people probably be like, what? Alright, so they told me that I'm 19 million years old. I don't know if that was 19 but for us to be able to come <laughs> to laugh like crazy bitch. No, 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 no. I'm just a little surprised. I'm like, okay, I was expecting like a thousand, but 19 million, okay. <laughs> we have um Arturian, Palladian, um ancient dimensional beings that have been here way before we've even known what earth is earth was not earth before us i won't delve into it because we'll be here all day but um there's so much more than we know about um 
certain things, you know. And I know that my ancient guides have spoken to me sometimes and told me that certain things, certain things are a certain way for a reason. And what I believe is that we're here to evolve and change this world as much as we can. But um, I do know that once we do leave our physical bodies, then we go on to the spirit realm to help guide our, like I said, our other people, our family members, our friends, to try and make better choices. And even if they make the wrong choices, to try and still be there for them because our guides love us unconditionally. They never leave our side. They're not there to say, you know, point the finger like our, us as humans are, you know, oh, you're doing wrong. They don't do that. They just try and sympathize with you and try and say, you know what, I've been here before. I understand what you're going through, but I'm going to try and help you get out of it. But at the same time, as a human being, you know, a human being, you're being a person, you have the right of free will. You know, we're able to make our own choices. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hope that's answered your question. That did. That did. Absolutely. Um, um, so, so. Um, how are you feeling, by the way, about how this interview is going? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm really um, glad. And like I said, I appreciate that I'm able to actually talk about myself a bit more because I am kind of like an introvert. I've got an extroverted side of me, but I don't really like to put myself out there that much because that's just me as a person. I'm quite a, um, a mysterious person, you know, kind of like high priestess energy. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel it. I feel it. And, um. I'm glad that you're willing to even put yourself out there and share your story because that's something um, I'm sure the people listening are appreciating, you know, just the knowledge you have to share and your unique perspective, you know? Thank you. No problem. Okay, so um, I want to transition a little bit. I want to talk a bit about... I wanted to talk about how you had mentioned you got your property. Was that a, a purchase that you made or was that renting? No, this is renting. In London, I don't know how it is in America, but obviously we get um, like housing, you know, so this is me renting. So, yeah. Okay. That's cool. I manifested this. I did manifest this. <laughs> but that's, that's still like your own space, your own place to be, you know. That's something I know you definitely appreciate compared to like living with your mom and everything, you know, not that it's bad to live with your parents. I'm just saying it's, it's different, you know, it's different living on your own. to live with your parents. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, because I'm a free spirit. I want to be able to do what I want to do. I've always been an independent person, you know, and if you are an independent person, because obviously you are, you want to be able to do what you want, you know. I want to walk around naked and I can do that. Exactly. <laughs> you, know you don't mean? have to worry about nothing. You just, you be no, you all the time. Hang out. That's the vibe. <laughs> Absolutely. We talked about how you started Synthesis uh, Chronicles and everything, but I want to talk a little bit more about like, you can be general, but like, what are some methods or ways that you grow your page? You know, like, what are some things? Is it is it being consistent? Is it hashtags? Like, what are some things that helped you grow your page to where it is now? It's definitely about appealing to the audience, 100%. Um, when I was thinking about Simpsons Chronicles, I wanted to make sure that I was going to open up people's minds. So get their brains ticking a bit, you know. Maybe if they're feeling um, some type of way, like um, 
put a post up that might make them think about what I've posted. Think, oh, okay, hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that's something definitely that's that will definitely help appeal to the audience and make them think outside of outside of the box, you know, because we all are used to thinking the same things over and over again. Give them something else to look at to make them question their reality because the way that they might see something is not the way that everybody else sees it mm. you know yeah and definitely hashtags always help to try and bring in different people you know because there's so much different people in this world and when we're looking at other people in this world it can't be just specific to one person <laughs> the same thing with like i'm saying about appealing to the audience so yeah definitely hashtags and Another thing that um, I decided to do is that add people. Once you start adding people, then they add you back, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's always good. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, okay. Uh, I had a question. I'm trying to... It was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you do have, like, a unique style to your page. And I noticed that with, like, your branding and everything. So... I want to know like do you do all of that do you make all your content yourself like or is it your you're like compiling or like how do you, how does your process work with the creation the creation works in the sense that whatever I see that works for um my my um my reality at the moment I try to get that and incorporate it into a way that's going to be very visual because I'm a very um, a person that I visualize things so um yeah that's how I decided to do it I wanted to make sure that I'm going to be very visual to people with what I type on the page as well mm-hmm. that's gonna because obviously all of us like aesthetics is that the right word yeah so with with um the aesthetics of the picture I like to incorporate the word so it kind of matches up with things mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's one of the ways that I do it okay that's very cool. Um, what was the time that sparked the whole leap into tarot reading and mediumship? Like, was there like an instance where you remember where you were like, you brought that message to someone and that kind of like helped you click the idea for tarot reading and mediumship? Okay, so when I did start my tarot readings on um, Simpsons LDN, when I showed people, I said, I'm going to start something different. I just posted it. I had a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> That's not my comments and stuff. Um, so, um, yeah, I had a dream and my guides were just trying to say to me, like, it's time to, to show people what you can do, you know, what we're trying to show you, what you're able to do. So with that, I just started doing readings like... Um, no, first I showed people that I do tarot. I just posted it saying that I'm going to start doing tarot. And then I started um, doing Synthesis Sundays. Every Sunday I would do Synthesis Sundays, which I think I'm going to be bringing back. But I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have kept that secret. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started doing Synthesis Sundays. And I started just inviting people on Synthesis LDN to come and speak with me about their journey and stuff like that. And... As I progressed with doing that, I started noticing that um, my guides wanted me to start using my clear audience while I'm doing this. So then I thought, okay, then let me just do my mediumship reading with it and show people that 
I'm able to connect with my angels because I work very closely with angels. Um, they're amazing. Angels are always there when um, I'm at my lowest. They're mm. literally there all the time. So, um, yeah, I just decided to work with my angels and my center masters and use my mediumship to get more messages out because there's not one way you can get messages out. There's so many ways that um, we can get messages out. And this is the this is literally what a light worker is. It's a messenger. That's an angel. It means, an angel means messenger in Hebrew, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's, that's that's what it is, really. Okay. Have you ever had any not-so-great experiences with the tarot reading or with the mediumship? Um, has it ever had uh, an impact on you? Okay, yes. Um, in the sense that it takes a lot of my energy when I do this. And this is what people don't really understand. Um, so when I'm doing my mediumship readings, that takes literally more than me just using tarot by itself. Mm-hmm. So with me um, feeling drained sometimes, so I I had to learn not to be somebody that's go, 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 go. That's my nature. I'm a very go, go, go person. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to sit back and be like, okay, you're not doing readings today, Natasha. You know, oh, I've just said my whole name. TT, <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing readings today, TT. I'm not doing readings today, TT. You're not doing readings today, TT. So with me understanding that I'm not doing readings, it's okay, you know, because at the end of the day, I am drained because I have to tap into a different realm at the end of the day to be able to get these messages through. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that really um, took a toll on my body, you know, not so much my mental health because um, it's just a natural thing that, I, that I'm able to do, but it's literally my body because I need to just be able to gather my energy back. If for a medium to do mediumship readings, I have to um, meet spirit on a vibrational level. That's why I tried my best to keep my vibrations high. Because if my vibration was low, I won't be tapping into the right energies. Mm. You know, I'll be tapping into those lower vibrational energies. And I've been there before and I don't want to go back to that. And I'm not trying to do that. And I won't be able to give the correct um, information that I'm able to tap into when I do these readings for people and get the answers and the knowledge that they're given to me to send through to other people. Mm. So how do you keep your um, vibrations high? Um, music. I love music. music. <laughs> Anything music else? Um, affirmations. I believe affirmation is confirmation. I love my affirmations. Um, writing. I'm a scribe. I love writing. Writing is something that helps me. I think writing can help everybody. Even when um, there, there was a time when I would be writing and there'll be tears dropping on the page, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I understand. It's expressing, you know, I'm I'm allowing myself to be able to speak, you know? I'm not actually speaking it, but I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down for that emotion to be passed through because when we don't, when we harbor our emotions too much, it can drive you mad, literally, mm-hmm. you know? And it doesn't allow you to, um, I'm hearing like sieve through the bullshit, you know, it's like, a, it's like flour. If there's pieces of clump in the flour when you're sieving it, you don't want the clumps. You just want the, 
the purity of it to come through you know mm-hmm. absolutely so, um, so yeah that's that's something those are some things that I do um and obviously I I just talk a lot to what people might think is to myself but it's to my guides you know them sending me messages and me tapping in and also meditating when I can going for walks being around water um my moon sign is a cancer so I'm, I've got that emotional side of me. I think I, I'm able... I think I have the same moon sign too, if I'm not mistaken. The cancer yeah. vibe, yeah. But I don't like cancers, man. I don't know. I had some bad experiences with the cancers. Not not moon sign cancers, but actual cancers, you know? Right, okay. But um, I can get that though, because if you're Aries and they're, um, they're a cancer, then you're very fiery and they're very emotional. So with your fiery side and the emotional side, um, there's that cancerian people can be quite manipulative emotionally when they're ready, you know? And then with an Aries person, an Aries person can be very um, straightforward and blunt and <laughs> in your face. And if you don't like it, you're going to get it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, for real. For real. No, I... Uh... I have that side of me that I'm still working with because that's kind of like been something that fiery spirit, that free spirit, that just that energy within me has been very like conflicting in relationships because I'm just like a me person, you know, like I'm gonna do it if I want to do it. I don't care what you're like, regardless of what you're, what you plan on doing, I'm going to do what I plan on doing. Like I'm gonna hold true to myself. And um, also, it's just like, also the fire can be like, you know, like just like not even on purpose, but like just like hurting people, you know, like I, I, I have unintentionally. Go ahead. I don't want to be, this is what I just heard. I heard sometimes when you're angry, you don't know when to shut up. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I just, I just, well, yeah, that was, that's, that's spot on right there. Um. <laughs> I, I need to work on that. That's something I definitely need to work on is just like my mouth because like I'll I'll say without thinking, you know, like so I'm not thinking it through. I'm not thinking about how that might make someone feel. I'm just like responding. And um that's that's something I need some growth with. Absolutely. I think all of us do though. I think that's that's that at the end of the day, things that we don't understand is that we have all the elements within us, mm-hmm. you know, in our charts. And sometimes we have more of one element than others and that's all of us we're all growing in some way to um recognize how to act or react or respond or to respond or whatever but um there's no problem with that because as long as you're aware of it then you will work on it if you're not aware of it then you're not going to work on it yeah Sorry, my, cat, my cat's just jumped up you're fine how many cats do you have oh, no i'm not a cat lady just okay, one okay sorry i wasn't trying <laughs> I wasn't trying to do you like that. I'm sorry. I just I have multiple dogs, so that's why I was just like, "Oh, you have cats? Okay, how many cats?" I just, I, I just, I collect dogs, you know. So that's what oh, I do. Yeah, I love them. Um, they're amazing. Cats are too. Okay. Um, you had mentioned you get in your property, you get in your job, you manifested that in your life. What are some other things that you've manifested in your life? Um, maybe good or bad. 
um, I've manifested just, um, to be honest, just to be more of myself, to be more authentic, to be honest. And the in the way that I say, um, me expressing my tarot, my um, mediumship readings, my rituals that I do for people, because at the end of the day, manifestation is all about belief, you know, your belief systems, what you believe you can do. And I've known that I've always had um, abilities to do certain things. So me sitting here manifesting synthesis, basically, you know, growing mm-hmm. it as a brand and becoming more of myself. So that's one of the major things that I know that I've manifested. Um, holidays, you know, for being someone that hasn't been out of the country for um, from the age of like 15 to the age like, of like 20 something. Mm-hmm. I manifested I was able to go on holiday to Spain a few times and I've been back to Barbados a few times you know y'all call uh vacations holiday yeah like y'all go on y'all go on holiday we go on vacation so that's that's cool I like that I like you know we're gonna have to tap in more often because I just I like the the vibe I like the vibe here you know it's a good place I, I feel I feel the same yeah um Okay, uh, okay, so we kind of touched briefly a little bit, but like touch on some relational, like dealing with a partner, or you know, if you come across your soulmate or twin flame, like they like to say, like, have you had those type of experiences, or like what type of relationship experiences have you learned, and what have you learned from them? Um, in my relationships, one thing that I have definitely learned is to always take my time with myself, you know, not to rush into certain things because when we rush into things, they don't usually work. Like I was saying before, um, when it comes to relationships, it's a lot about getting to know yourself just as much as you get to know that other person, because we always change from one minute to the next, you know, mm-hmm. um, within us growing as a person getting to know ourselves and also with the the moon phases <laughs> yeah that helps as well <laughs> that really does um, impact on stuff but um what do you mean with, with the moon phases okay. what do you mean so um from monday to sunday there's different days of the week of course so mondays are for the moon um and that's the sun sorry so sorry monday is the moon and then we have tuesday will be Mars Wednesday would be sorry Tuesday would be Mars um that's the planet Mars Wednesday would be Mercury and then Thursday would be Jupiter and then Friday would be Venus and Saturday would be Saturn and then we have Sunday as um the sun so with these different days of the weeks it taps into our energies and it does affect us mm. and then when we have the moon phases we have waxing gibbous um wanning gibbous um last quarters and so on and so forth i won't go on because it will be like getting into all of it but it all um it affects us you know how our attitude is how our moods are how um the planet moves around us you know our energy just shifts each time so this is what i mean by that we can change from one minute to the next because of the different way that the planet is moving around us in the days of the week and stuff like that with, with what plan, which planet is coinciding with the day. So um, 
yeah, with that, it's just about really getting to know, like I said, getting to know myself and trusting that what you want out of the relationship you're able to get. A lot of the times when I have been with certain people, I haven't really known myself, so I haven't been able to know that person because they didn't know themselves. I think we attract a lot of the time a bit of what we are. So if we're confused, we're going to attract a confused partner. Mm. If we're settling in for less, we're going to have a partner that settles for less, you know. If we don't know what we want, partner's not going to be able to give you what you want, you know. It all comes down to our love language as well. And that's something else that we should all try to learn, our own personal love language, because then we'll be able to show our partner our love language and then understand our partner's love language also, you know. Okay. But yeah, it's not really easy to... Um, I'm a single person. I've been single for a while. It's not easy to get a partner that um, that I can actually relate to because I'm a sapiosexual in the sense that I I love the mind. I love to try and understand the mind. Like, but at the same time, I have to be physically attracted to you. So yeah. you can't just be like a, a great mind and then I look at you and I feel sick. Mm, I understand. <laughs> yeah. It has to be both. It has to be both. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, what is your love language? Uh, my love language is this um, actions. Um, like, not just saying something, but actually being able to follow through. Mm. Because I believe that I'm that sort of person. When I say to my son, for instance, that I'm going to do something for him, it might not be at that instant, but it's going to get done. Yeah. And that's me him that I love him because otherwise I could sit there and say you know oh I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and never do it that's yeah. me letting him down you know and I wouldn't want that done to myself so why would I do that to somebody else so that's a, a big factor of my love language absolutely and I would say even not even just letting him down like if you don't do it you're kind of letting yourself down too because you're yeah. kind of like telling yourself that he can't rely on you you know that's it so 100% I can't rely on myself then why do I expect anyone else to rely on me I don't want somebody that is unreliable around me Mm -hmm. so I have to be a reliable person to attract that sort of energy absolutely that makes complete sense um you had mentioned you traveled to Barbados you even mentioned that your part of your family is from say the name again your Uruguay Uruguay am I pronouncing it like I always thought it was Uruguay 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 well what what yeah Uruguay (laughs) Uruguay okay um so what was that like like how did you get to London um like oh I'm I'm sorry you were born here I was born I was born in England I was born in England my mother is from Uruguay, South America. So okay. she was born there. And my dad was born in Barbados. Oh, wow. So I haven't been to Uruguay yet, but I hope to go in the future. Something else I'm manifesting. But because it's like, I think it's like 18 hours away. So from London. So it's quite far. So it's going to be something that I am not trying to sit in a squashed up little seat for such a long time. Yeah. I don't prepare, Tani, you know? I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. <laughs> sleep you know so um yeah 
uh, what was your question again, sorry, about Barbados? Um, so what are some of your favorite places that you've traveled to? Definitely um, Barbados is somewhere that um, I, I've, when I went there, I've been there for the past two years. So it was last year I went and a year before. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, um, I, I've been going there since the age of five to 15, but then I took a, like a long gap. Um, but when I went there for the past two years, it really fed my soul because mm-hmm. I was able to tap, tap into my um, ancestors energy a lot, which really helped me grow as a psychic medium you know mm. um just getting back to my roots you know and respecting where I come from like um my mom always said to me go back to go forward and I really believe that because once you start understanding where you come from then you can respect you know what you have come from and then see where you want to go for the future because I believe that it's about evolving right so in Barbados, my dad was born in a house that's made out of um, wood. You know, there's a lot of wood houses in Barbados and like in the Caribbean, there's a lot of wood houses and stuff. So it came from nothing. So those sort of places, it showed me to be grateful for what I do have right now. Um, grateful for what sacrifices my parents have made for me, regardless of what's happened throughout my life. You know, not everything's been rosy, but it's just... Um, being respectful to my ancestors and stuff like that, you know, paying some homage to them and saying thank you for the sacrifices that they've been able to make to get me to this place right now, because clearly I'm here, I'm doing synthesis, you know, I'm doing it for a reason. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to um, sit here and just be like, okay, yeah, I'm here, I'm going to sit on my ass and do nothing. I have, I have things to do that are going to pay homage to the people that were here before me. You know, because obviously our ancestors want us to come and evolve and grow mm-hmm. to um, better ourselves because they weren't able to do certain things that we can do now. So, yeah. I say that all the time. I say that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, if you have the ability to do something that your ancestors had no, they didn't even have the ability. They didn't even have the possibility to do like something like become a millionaire if our if it's possible for you see other black people becoming mil- millionaires you see them doing it it's possible for you and um just the fact that it's possible now and it wasn't before is just something that it's like okay if building generational wealth is something that is possible for us why aren't we doing it you know mm-hmm. if if carrying something positive on to the next generation is possible for us and we can show people a different path why aren't you doing that? You know what I mean? Whatever the vision is that you see, um, because I do believe that we're all on a different path. Um, but yeah, I agree with you there. Um, is there any sayings or quotes that you live by um, that help motivate you? Um, each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. I love that saying because like, when I learn something, I don't want to keep it to myself. I want to try and teach other people, you know, because selfish to I, keep it to yourself. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a sort of. I don't. I'm not. I'm never jealous of anybody and what they want to do. I want everyone to do good because at the end of the day, um, that's what we're all here to do: grow and evolve, you know, mm-hmm. and do better for the children that are coming up behind us. And um, yeah. I don't get jealous for other people because what I want to manifest for myself is not the same thing that someone else wants to manifest. 
just because I'm doing my spiritual work. I do it my way. I don't, I'm not going to ever do it someone else's way. Their way is their way and that's totally fine. But if I can help somebody to open up to a certain way, you know, to use their abilities in some way, that's totally fine. Um, another thing is the teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> I love that. I always say this to my son, even though sometimes he doesn't listen because he's a dream. <laughs> but, um, I really, I believe in teamwork makes the dream work because if we all take our time to work together towards one thing, you know, then we can, we can build something amazing, you know. Mm. Our black generational wealth is not something that is new. We've had this so many years ago with Black Wall Street and all the places that you had in America that they um, put lakes on top and things like that, you know. We've, mm -hmm. we've had this. Why do we not have it right now? It's because we're not working together. We're not yeah. working as a team. That's this is and passing <laughs> on the knowledge, like it. passing it on. Like, I feel like we can only teach what we know. But if we're taking the time to really learn, especially wealth, learning how to obtain wealth, how to pass on wealth, learning those practical things, you know, and putting things into place so that, you know, your legacy can carry on beyond you, you know, because it's not just about you. And that's for anybody listening. It's not just about you. That's why yeah. even with my page, like I share other people's messages before I even started sharing my own because it's not just about me and I'm not going to be always able to deliver the messages that people need to hear. So I need to put the spotlight on other people who can, you know what I mean? So I just feel like it's not just, it's like you said, teamwork makes the dream work and you get further together than you do by yourself. So I agree. This is another reason why they gave me the name synthesis mm -hmm. because synthesis is to unite, you know, it's okay. like a conglomerate to work together to unify mm -hmm. and um, I believe that's a big thing um, to work together like you are oh, the quote I can't remember it properly but it's something like if you want to go far go alone but if you want <laughs> you and me you're in my head or something because I literally was just thinking the same thing if you go if you want to go far if you want to go fast go alone if you want to yes. go far, go together. So that's, it. that's, that's yeah, it. yeah, you yeah. and I, and right there. I got you. That's the thing. For us to go further, like we were saying, it's not just about us. This is not just about me. Mm -hmm. I would love to be able to be with more people like you, more like-minded people, and do some amazing things because we are missing out on so much. And there's so much knowledge and so much education so much wealth and so much spiritual abundance that we do have as black people and once we're together and unify sorry that's my cat's shaking the table <laughs> and unify then we can we can do a lot of things for the generations that are coming up behind us you know my son's 12 years old he'll be 13 this year coming so with him growing older I'm looking at things more in a long-term way now okay I'm doing synthesis I'm doing this solely but if I get great people around me what amazing things that I can put forward for him in the future and for his children in the future you know mm -hmm. to live in a more comfortable and safe environment in a more loving environment because um when it comes to black people to be honest black people hate themselves you know because this is what we've been taught to hate ourselves 
-hmm. it's a sad thing but um with a lot of self-hatred comes jealousy towards our own race and with the jealousy towards our own race then we're just fucking up we're not we're not gonna grow do you know what i'm saying because it's crabs in a barrel that's it you know there's a lot of other races like um like i say like the chinese people they work together and they make millions Mm -hmm. indian people they, they they work with their family you know and then we're stuck with trauma so black families are out doing all these outlandish things i'm not saying everybody because everyone's different but doing all these outlandish things and so focused and stuck in the traumatized mental state that they just they can't see anything past trauma Mm. you know they don't try and work through that and i know it's not an easy thing to do but it takes understanding that you need to heal yourself and that's not an easy thing to do either but that comes within um doing shadow work and looking at your dark side and telling your dark side to fuck off <laughs> yeah. You've got to do. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely i completely agree with you i think that uh we was talking about this in another interview oh my gosh that's so crazy it's 222 right here um <laughs> that's the second time too during this interview that i saw 222 um I and it. i just caught it like i just caught it like as soon as it switched so that's crazy but um what i was gonna say is we get stuck in that victim mindset of you know this is what's happened to me or this is what's happened to you know in my family or you know we do have a lot of separation and it is due to like current traumas past traumas i feel mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree with you there. We do need to heal ourselves in order to help others um, and to make an impact because, yeah. you know, we're all broken in some way and That's it's it. up to us to fix ourselves. So it's Definitely. your choice. You know, if you want to stay in a broken space, that's your choice. If you want to heal, that's your choice, but it's all up to you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um whoa okay i have like three more questions uh okay. so what is self-care to you and um how do you self-care self-care to me it took me a long time to learn self-care so um self-care to me is learning boundaries that's a really big thing because <clears throat> from a young age a lot of us get told no you know you're doing wrong and you have to listen to me you know parents are always like I'm your parent you gotta do what I tell you to say or you can get parents that are um narcissistic and they think that they're you're a extension of them so you have to live your way a certain life you know so with me growing up I've had to learn that I am me and if I don't want to do something I am entitled to say no I'm able to say no um so I practice a lot of um boundaries um another form of self-care that I take strongly on is pampering myself you know (laughs) you know making sure that I look good for me like I will get dressed up and I don't even leave the house sometimes yeah just to take pictures (laughs) yeah why not not? (laughs) you know I want to look good for myself and with me doing that it shows my son that I am able to take care of myself sometimes or he needs to learn to take care of himself because if I'm walking around looking homeless all the time <laughs> I understand. You know? no I agree I completely agree 
uh, getting dressed up for you because I I know for me like regardless of if I'm in a relationship I always like walking out the door and like looking in the mirror and liking what I see you know like that's that's a shift for me because like you you know when I was younger I didn't love myself I didn't like the way I looked in the mirror so it's like that shift had to happen but um the loving on you that's that's that part you know that's important the thing that um, I always say is um, the thing that I, I like to go by is um, fly life. So F-L-Y, first love yourself. Mm. Life, F-Y-F, love yourself first. Mm. You know? Yeah. Come first at the end of the day because if you are putting, like I said before, putting other people first all the time, you're never going to know your your limitation of when to stop mm-hmm. to put people before you, you know? So that's yeah. what I think. It's a habit. And if you you get in the habit of putting other people first, you never put yourself first. So I agree. I completely agree. Um, what are some books or resources that you recommend everybody check out? Okay, I'm just gonna look at my little library underneath here. You're fine. <laughs> pull a book out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Okay. So what yeah. um long time ago, I think my neighbor gave me this book this is a really good book this is called the purpose filled woman so this book really taught me a lot about um obviously the most high like some scriptures from the bible and stuff like that um even though i'm not a person that has read the bible fully (laughs) because i i've just never been into church even though i was born um and raised catholic um, I never liked church from when I heard that a priest molested a child. So I was just like, no, I don't like that stuff. But this book really helped understand um, that when you feel something within your soul and the Most High is putting you on a path, that's your purpose. And once you have that purpose, it's going to fill up your soul and you can move mountains mm-hmm. with what you want to do with that passion that you have, right? Um, that's one book. Another one. Um, gosh, I got a few there. Um, this is oh gosh, I've been down. It's a bit odd, but this is called um Nobody's Child. Hmm. Okay. So this this book was when I was really at a point in my lowest, and I felt very lost. Obviously, me being a psychic medium, me not um being able to attach to my true self. This book was about a child that always felt left out, different. This child was abused um, when they were younger. And then they grew up to understand why certain things happened in their life. Mm. And through that, they started um, helping other people to understand that sometimes things happen for you. And I'm not saying that it's good that that person was molested. Obviously, it's a horrible thing what that person had to go through. But they went on to write a book that is great. It really touched my soul because I could relate in the sense that they didn't know what they were doing, you know. Yeah. They delved into the wrong stuff, you know, following the wrong crowd and stuff like that. But at the end of it, they decided to um, empower themselves and change their life around. Um, okay. Nobody's child and a purpose-filled woman. Yep. Do you want to give me? Do you want me to give you one more? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You're good. If, if you have one more. Yeah, okay, let me just try and find out. Like, literally dig into this library here. Where is it? This is it. So, this is Victory Over Darkness. Okay. This is a really good book. This really helped me to um, understand that the dark forces that are working um, against me, so, so, so to speak, are all a part of something that I need to triumph over. That just because the darkness is there, it does not mean that it's going to be there for, uh, for forever, you mm -hmm. know? That you can have victory over hard times, over obstacles that you go through in life. Um, and just to understand that there's so much more to you than you know, because we all think that we're this little tiny speck, you know, but a tiny speck can shine so bright sometimes when you take your time to um, look at yourself in your uniqueness and understand that you are here to um, to do great things if you allow yourself to with the, um, with the um, faith that you have in the Most High, because the Most High has put you here with your own talents, you know, your own gifts. So once you start understanding that that darkness is not going to be forever, like, um, how can I say it? Things, everything's temporary in life, you know? Nothing lasts forever. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, just as quick as they come, they go um, even quicker sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing those. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, pretend you are five years from now. Okay. Where are you? And what have Ooh, you girl. what have you achieved? And what have say, I achieved? Say I am now, or I okay. am. I am in a lovely, warm climate. Um, I'm able to work from the beach. I'm able to see my son doing um spectacular things with his life because he's seen his mom do great things also I'm very happy and very abundant in every way you know I have loving people around me um honest truthful people around me even if the truth may hurt sometimes let's go <laughs> mm -hmm. um and I'm I'm just at a better place than I was five years ago I'm I'm happy with myself you know, I'm everything that I never thought I would be. I am a purpose-filled woman. <laughs> you know, Honestly. hearing you say that, it sounds like you're saying it right now. Like, it sounds like <laughs> that's how you feel right now. Definitely. Yeah. Well, when I get to the beach, then I'm going to be a bit more better about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. The, beach, the, the laptop on the beach life, that's all, all it's in the future for everybody. That's That's something everybody's looking forward to uh okay is there anything that you have obtained now that you didn't have five years ago my sanity so, not in real life I mean for like the five years okay, okay. If, if, from five years from now yeah oh, from I'm still five there. Years. you're still there um I've obtained a really beautiful house that I created in this cranium of mine mm. um I've, I've obtained um a loving partner that understands me and loves me unconditionally and I can do the same back to them and I've obtained a happy family that works together in unison that um always has each other's back you know 
mm-hmm. and generational wealth. I have, I have all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's within you. All of mm-hmm. that is within you and you shall have it. It's yours. It's Same yours. to you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I don't have any more questions. Is okay. there is there one last bit of wisdom that you want to give people? Um, and then we can go into like how to get in touch with you and everything. Okay. Um, what I would say to people is to be themselves, you know, love yourself so much. It's so hard to love yourself um, on a good day, let alone on a bad day. You know what I mean? Sometimes. So mm-hmm. make sure you're loving yourself all the time and just, just take care of yourself as much as you can. That's that's another thing that's hard. We're not taught how to actually take care of ourselves properly. We're not taught how to um, take time with ourselves to allow those thoughts that come in our mind, not to um, control how we feel, you know, because like I said, thoughts are only there temporarily. What thoughts are you entertaining? Only plant positive seeds in your head. It's so easy to plant negative seeds. That's why the world's the way that it is. It's so easy. It's easier to do bad things than it is to do good things, you know. So I'll just say to people, plant those positive seeds in your head, love on yourself, and know that whatever dream that you have in your head is possible. The impossible is not impossible. It's so possible, especially when you have faith in the Most High, because the Most High is here to send the angels and the guides to help you to get to the place that you need to be first you need to believe in yourself once you start believing in yourself everything else is secondary it just Mm -hmm. comes easy you know absolutely I love that I love that that is such a great note um (laughs) I appreciate you so much TT for coming on to my show I I'm very grateful for the knowledge that you have shared and I know that everybody listening right now they're grateful for you as well um how do people get in contact with you? Okay, so you can get in contact with me on synthesis um, underscore LDN. Synthesis is spelled S-I-N-T-H-E-S-I-S underscore L-D-N. Or you can get in contact with me on Synthesis Chronicles. Um, so those are my two pages, Synthesis LDNs, where I take all my bookings if anyone's interested in, in any um, tarot readings, leadership readings, or spiritual coaching, healing, or healing. And um, Synthesis Chronicles is my community, guys. That's where I try my best to um, send positive information to you guys, make you think out the box, open your mind, and allow yourself to feel your spirituality because you are a spiritual being before anything else. At the end of the day, you are a spirit, you know, living in a body, not a body. Sorry, you are, is it the right thing? <laughs> you you said thing. it, you said it right. Your spirit living in a physical body, not a physical spirit living. Yeah, I got you. I completely understand. Basically, you know, your spirit is is everything. That's what. That's what. When you're sleeping, you're you're still, you're still doing stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. you're still manifesting everything in your dreams. So, yeah. So yeah, just please join my community. Get in touch with me if anyone would like a reading. I'm here to help um as many people as I can. I am not God. Yeah. <laughs> but I am in God's form, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I love that. Um, we appreciate you so much, TT, for coming on. I'm so, 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 so grateful for you and your Thank knowledge you so and um your positive energy, your positive vibes. So 
just keep doing what you're doing. Um, you're on the right path and I will talk to you in the future. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for inviting me on. Literally, I said this before and I can't say it enough. I'm so grateful for meeting someone that has such a beautiful energy. Your energy is amazing. What you're doing with your page is also amazing, you know. The Thank amount of people you. that you're inspiring is great. And I want to meet more people like you. I hope that we meet more black affluent people, you know, not only Absolutely. in money, but in abundance spiritually, you know, with all this love that we have to completely, show. Completely, completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day, TT. I appreciate you and we will be talking soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye.